Hey guys, and welcome to the next episode of the Shane Walsh Fitness Podcast. So guys, thank you so much for all of your support over lockdown. Uh, hopefully we're near the, near the end. And this week's guest is really, really special. It is one of my clients. I know we had Kate on a couple of months ago at this stage, and the episode went down really well. She didn't the messages she was getting on. And this week's guest is one of my clients, Bevan Byrne. And so Bevan is Bev's underscore weight loss underscore journey on Instagram. So Bev has been with me for probably about five or six months at this stage. And she's one of those clients that just gets things done, absolutely hammers it out. But what's the as long along with the kind of the transformation in her body has the big been a massive, massive shift in her mindset, which I know she's hugely passionate about. So I'm gonna get Bevan to kind of elaborate on that. But it seems that everything is kind of the last 2020 has been her year and kind of giving her a new lease of life. So, Bevan, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Oh, thanks very much for having me. Some introduction as well. Like, <laughs> I appreciate it. You can pay me later. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> how, are, how are we holding up? Yeah, not too bad. Like, lockdown's actually not, it hasn't affected me too badly. You know, I got the weights from adverts there the other day, which is a good deal. So I, uh, I've kind of set up my own little home gym. So that's been brilliant. You know, I, I, maybe I'm thinking about not going back to the gym at all, just setting up something out the back for myself. You're like me. Yeah, I'm, I don't think I'll be going back. I'm going to I'm gonna link in with someone and, and kind of, I've bought new weights as well. So hopefully get that sorted. But Bev, this isn't my podcast. This is your episode. So I'm going to let you talk about yourself and let us tell your story and everything that is Bev. Yeah. Okay. So, um, Jesus, I don't know where to start off from, but I suppose I'll go from where I feel is my beginning. So when I was in college, I went off on Erasmus for three months to Belgium and it was the heaviest I've ever been. So I was 95 kilos when I was in Belgium. And, but you know what, that being said, I know, and I know this is a fitness podcast, but I actually was happy. So when I came back then, I went through a horrible time. I ended up losing my job. I it had a really bad breakup just kind of all of my life kind of a bit fell apart and I was living out, out of home and I had to move back to my ma's and I started trying to lose weight then to feel better so I was going up to the gym and I was working hard in the gym but I wasn't seeing results and it was just it was getting to me you know like my head was, wasn't in the right place my physical health wasn't in the right place and I ended up then turning to uh swim world so <laughs> Uh, went to Swim World and you know was losing weight or whatever. But the bad thing about them is that I I was losing weight very very fast, but I was extremely unwell when I was with them. And so I'd go in on a Monday evening and I wouldn't have drank water all day. I would have kept the the food down to a very minimum for the whole weekend. And I'd be going in dehydrated like physically shaken on the scales and they go oh that's great Bev you've after losing seven pounds like that's amazing Mark I can't believe it and I was like yeah well you know I'm not feeling so great like I feel a bit kind of shaky a bit weird and they were like ah yeah 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 don't worry about that just like eat a bit more fruit and you'll be fine so I remember one night that one night I went in there and I, I I'm not gonna lie to you Shane I'd been on the cans all weekend and like I came in I was dehydrated I was not well and I was standing up on the scales and they said to me, they were like, this is the best week you've ever had. You have to lose an eight pounds in a week, which isn't right. 
and I knew like I knew it wasn't right so they said to me they were like that's brilliant Jay you get your sticker on your book and all like that and I knew there was something wrong with that because I, I didn't feel well so we left anyway and I was talking to a mate of mine and I was like listen I don't think I can come back here like I don't feel good and they're telling me I'm doing great work but I'm not I'm not nourishing myself properly and I'm not getting the right nutrition and I'm making myself ill so I left and I kind of took a bit of a break then for myself just to kind of work and I gained I pretty much gained back the weight and which was fine because I was working on my mental health and my mental health always comes first it's always my mental health my physical health second I don't care how big I get how small I get just as long as my head's okay so I took some time and then I was I decided that I was going to go back up to the gym because that's where I really felt like I was getting some good work done for my head whatever about my physical health my head was really really good there and I always felt good coming out of the gym so started going back up to the gym did some workouts and stuff and that's uh when I started getting into listening to podcasts and was listening to a Nike podcast they get on athletes and stuff like that and that's when I found you then and uh Jeez, me as an athlete sorry <laughs> me as an athlete that's a bit no, of a... <laughs> you just as uh, the the mental health side of things you know and it's it's not something that's spoken about very much in the fitness industry which is what I liked because I do see a lot of people on Instagram and it's just like here look at the pre-workouts I'm selling and you know look at the abs and don't I look great and there's there's not a shred of you know I was up at four o'clock this morning and I feel like arse and, you know so I, I liked your podcast and that's why I started working with you and you know now it's all just decent history <laughs> it is like it's it's been mad because i remember you reached out to me probably a little while before you signed up and yeah. you mentioned there about potentially not being the right time and then it was kind of a couple of months later then you kind of messaged me and we we're like let's do this what yeah. was what was the change for yourself that was like right i actually have to do this or i want to do this i got to a stage where i just i couldn't get out of bed you know and I, I had suffered with depression before and the worst thing I did was I didn't talk to anybody. So I knew that I had to just kind of get up and get on with things and do it at my own pace. So I figured get into a personal trainer and somebody that knows the mental health side of things. And if I'm doing my nutrition and I'm making sure I'm looking after my food and stuff, but I'm looking after my mind, then I, I knew it was the right decision. So I just figured, you know, nip it in the bud while I could. Yeah, I think I've seen a massive change in yourself from when you first started because I remember first talking to you and you were, you were quite timid. Mm. And now you're sharing your journey on Instagram, which is Bev's underscore weight loss underscore journey, but I'll put Bev's uh, Instagram handle into the write-up so you guys can give her a follow. What made you document your journey, your journey on Instagram? To be honest, I wanted to be that person that kind of stuck out for people who have come from like a slimming world and Weight Watchers background and have tried the fad diets and they don't work. And so I know for myself anyway, like I'm like the nine to five doing this, that and the other and like trying to keep up with a social life, trying to maintain my relationships and stuff like that. And I wanted to show people that it can be done you know and like on top of looking after your physical health 
looking after your mental health, which is why I would constantly post up about minding yourself, you know, like it's not all weight loss on my Instagram. A lot of it is you need to look after your mental health and stuff. And, you know, like it's been great. I've actually, I've had some people contact me because of it saying like, you know, I'm not feeling so great. How do you do, how do you get out of bed in the mornings? How do you talk to your friends about it? Like, it's been amazing. The feedback's been class. It's incredible because I think I've, I've had messages from the people that have followed you and they've reached out and stuff like that. And I'm working with one of your very good pals as well uh, yeah. at the minute. Um, but like, it's, it's incredible. And like when you, when someone says to you, like, how do you go about it? How do you kind of get out of bed? How do you get yourself to, to get out of the days that you don't want to do? How do you talk yourself out of those days yourself? To be honest, I start very, very small and I take your advice with the control your controllables. So in the morning when I feel like I can't do anything, the first thing I do is write, I'm going to make myself a cup of coffee. So that's my first thing. I go downstairs, I make myself a cup of coffee. And if that's the only thing I can do for that hour, then that's the only thing I'm going to do is make myself a cup of coffee and just sit and have it. And then I'll go on to my next thing, take a shower. So go in, take a shower. doesn't matter how long, just take your shower, get out, fucking dry yourself off, do your thing. And then you realize you've already done two things and you've gotten out of bed. And that's really really difficult for people and it's really really difficult to even hop into a shower for yourself so like if i give myself a pat on the back for days that i feel like i can't get out of bed and then next thing you know i'm out of the shower and i've done those two things that's two things that i can mark off my list i know they seem small but to some people they're huge they are and i think like i i'm actually speechless i didn't realize that it, it, you, that that's the way you did things I know we've spoken about controlling the controllables and planning and and all that kind of stuff beforehand so for breaking it down that way I, I think I definitely think that's going to help I, I, whatever stage anyone's at whether it's fitness or non or nothing if you are struggling just break it down and just get out of the bed and that'll be your first step and after that the rest of the day could, could be easier Um. so I, I think that's that's already an amazing message out of this so far um in relation to so when bev and i first started working together i encouraged my clients to send pictures of their food over bev should be on master chef bev's food and the variety is ridiculous like it puts my food to shame like i probably eat the same i'm quite creature habit and meet the same thing over and over again but if if i go through my phone and go through the whatsapp messages from bev it's literally like art. I don't know if you're putting a filter on the food or are you paying someone oh. to make it. <laughs> Where do you get the ideas from? Uh, to be honest, my, my sister is a vegetarian. So we had to change up our all of our meals because of her, because she's a picky bitch as well. So we... <laughs> so <laughs> say how you feel, Beth. So, you know, I wish I could say that I'm like the Nigella Lawson of all things, but I'm not, you know, we just, we had to change up our meals because my sister is picky. And I just got bed into reading recipe books and kind of looking up things online. And I try and get my protein in. So, you know, like anything that's veggie i'll just throw a chicken fillet into it and there you go like so that's pretty much like i get all my inspiration from bbc good food i'm not gonna lie that app has saved my life <laughs> it is it is a very very good app and the, the the meals and that are very very 
uh, applicable to a lot of people, especially if you've got kids and stuff like that. They're a game changer yeah. if you've got kids. Um, and I think that's obviously what they're what they're targeted for. Fra- yeah. Like from you've had an awful lot of change in the space of six months. I'm gonna let yeah. you. T- I'm gonna let you talk about the other changes other than the weight loss, the transformation. I'm gonna let you talk about and tell everyone else what other transformations you've made. Sure. So actually, I'll I'll step back to a year ago. A year ago, um, I was in Rome and took a very bad turn, my mental health, and I got very, very unwell. And I had to take sick leave from work because I was that unwell. And I've, I just didn't know what to do. I didn't know where to go. I was, I wasn't able to work, which is actually, it's a big deal for me if I can't work because I like getting up and doing something, you know, I kind of feel like I have a bit of a purpose when I get up and go to work and I couldn't do that. So the first thing I started doing was I just spoke to everyone. I told everybody because that was the one thing that I didn't do at first when I got sick was I never spoke to anybody. So I told anyone that had ears, how are you feeling? Like shite. I feel like fucking shite. And people would be like, all right, okay, yeah, grand, okay, sit down, cup of coffee, what's going on? And so I got to talk to people for all of my friends, all of my family. It was amazing. Like the support was unbelievable. And I didn't think I was going to get that because I've been through it before. And I figured people were going to be like, here she goes again. So I started feeling a lot better. And it was kind of like I started going to counseling, which is just absolute life changer for me. Like I, I honestly cannot recommend going to counseling enough. And even I was listening to a podcast this morning and they were saying, you know, even to go once a month, just to check in, just to like lay it all out on the cards and just shite on to a, to a counselor for the day, like do it. Why not? Like, you know, it's, I pay 25 quid for my counselor, you know, just to sit there and talk to her for an hour, for an hour a day every week. And it's brilliant. And it's like, you can get affordable counseling and I know there's affordable counseling and stuff like that in Dublin. So if people are looking, you know, you just got to ring around and find out. Um, but that was one thing that really changed my life, like was going to counselling. So I've been at the counselling now for the last couple of months and I started getting into my training, just got really bent into it. And I was thinking about my career because, you know, I'm no spring chicken anymore. Like I'm 26. <laughs> like, I know, I know, you can, I know you're looking at me like out here. <laughs> I was, I had, I had a bit of a weird moment uh, one evening and I was talking to my girlfriend about it. And I was like, what am I doing with my life? I'm 26 years old. And oh my God. And I completely freaked out. And so I wanted to figure out what I was doing and where I, I went back to what I know and that was when I did psychology I used to I used to do teaching I was a teacher and I did psychology when I was teaching and I loved it and then after that then I went and did a psychology course because I loved it so much and it's always been in the back of my head that psychology is my thing I just love how the brain works so once I got into that then my mood started to pick up because I realized that I had a goal and I just had to put things in place to get to that goal and that's what I'm doing now I started a sports psychology course a couple of weeks ago which is fantastic I'm doing it all online and it's amazing like really really interesting and I'm definitely into what I want to do because like at the end of this I'd love to become a PT but 
I want to be a PT that isn't about getting as ripped as you can and going out for your physique. I want to be a PT that is able to sit down with someone and go, how are you feeling? How's the head? Like, tell me what's the problems and stuff like that. And I'm not a counsellor, but even to just to speak to someone can help, you know, it may not be professional advice, but it could, it could help someone. And the only reason that I wanted to do this is because it's why I started teaching. It's why I wanted to do psychology because I figured if I can get to one person, I've done my job right. Yeah, and I I can only commend you on what you've achieved in such a short space of time. And like anyone that doesn't know Bev, Bev messages me an awful lot about questions on the PT stuff, where to go, where what courses to do who should I look up all that kind of stuff the nutrition stuff the training stuff who should I look up in the industry and there's yourself and one of the other girls that I'm working with at the minute that that wouldn't have been happening six months ago and it's been a massive massive mindset shift and if there was one thing that you've learned about yourself in the last little while whether it's been under when since we've been working together or since uh, for the last kind of couple of years what would it be don't be so hard on myself it's not the end of the world yeah I think I, we all struggle with that I definitely have struggled with that I think that's I think we are we, we talk to ourselves in a way that isn't great and you probably wouldn't talk to your enemy the way you talk to yourself no and not ha- at all and how do you kind of work around that how do you kind of phrase things to yourself when you're kind of like especially when you're can be tired or a little bit stressed and stuff like that from work because I know it was quite stressful for you at the beginning of lo- of lockdown and stuff yeah it was but you know I my uh, my younger sister is actually like a very spiritual kind of person and she lent me a book called The Secret it's actually it's very interesting but my sister's always telling me to manifest good things for myself and one thing that she said to me was write down just maybe three little things that are facts about you and stick them on your mirror and say it to yourself every morning so I have like I'm funny I'm kind people like you know I'm loved and every morning I have those three things on my mirror and I'm like I'm funny I'm kind I'm loved and they just really really helped me like and I, I I would recommend it to anybody you know like if you're if you're kind of in a in a low place just to write down those three facts because you know that's that's for anybody you know like you you're you are loved by your family and your friends and maybe if you have kids you know you probably are funny and if you're not funny find something else you know say you're nice or something <laughs> like even just to say like you know, I'll have a good day today. So you're manifesting your good day and you're not saying I'm going to have a terrible day today. It's going to be stressful and I have this to do at work and I have this to do at work. Just say to yourself, I'm going to have a good day today. And if you just keep saying it to yourself, like you do actually start to feel like, yeah, you know what? I can, I can fucking do this. You know, I can get up and I can, I can go out and I can do this day and it's, it's going to be all right because you just keep saying it to yourself. Like and you do start to leave yourself after a while. Yeah, I think I think you've as you said, like it's kind of becomes ingrained in your mind, becomes a rep- 
repetitive system repetitive system the brain is a weird way of uh, of kind of dealing with that because if you've been dealing with being negative for so long then it's that's ingrained in yourself so you have to work extra hard and don't get me wrong there are days where you don't want to be positive towards yourself oh yeah and the, the way i've worked it like is similar to yourself but what i've done is the journaling side of things yeah um and you know i sent in a little diary thing into you guys probably two weeks ago yeah um and there was a planner in that and we've talked a lot about how to kind of plan out your days and when people think plans they think army regiment i oh nine hundred, all that kind of stuff yeah. and it freaks people out a little bit but i'm gonna let you talk about how that kind of st- how structure has kind of worked for yourself like i i write down like i was saying to you earlier you know like i write down in my phone every week what i'm gonna do during the week because i can't have an unstructured week anymore because of the the work and trying to work out and then doing the course and stuff and that has helped me to go by because when i look at that then i know right okay it's not it's not oh 900 hours go go but it's like try and do your evening get an hour of work done because that's manageable for the course you know then take a half hour break maybe go back to it for half an hour or an hour and then and then you know take an e- take the evening for myself and like that's how I, I would structure my weeks now I don't always go by it to be honest but one thing that I actually would do is the journaling as well like I don't and I think people kind of are put off by it because they're like geez what am I going to write down in a, in a journal you know I don't want to be writing down pages and pages of stuff so what I do because I know I would be put off by that as well is that I write one thing that I'm thankful for that the day gave me and that's what I do every evening I have a little journal and it's got like all the days of the week in it and I just write down one thing that the day gave me that I'm thankful for and it can be really tough to find those days like to find the good the days when you've had a really really bad day especially for somebody that's suffering with depression or anxiety or something like that so I write down the simplest of things sometimes I say I'm thankful that I had three meals a day and that's it you know I'm thankful that I have food in my fridge I'm thankful that I have a roof over my head I'm thankful that I have my family if you can't find something amazing that shone out for you that day just write down what you're thankful that you have like you know maybe you have a car that you can get yourself to work to maybe you have kids that love you Maybe you have a partner that's great. Just even something like that. And it does help. And how would you, like, if someone if someone came to you and you were, sorry, say if you were talking to someone about this and they were a little bit hesitant and they may feel it was a little bit wishy-washy, which I don't believe it is, because it, it's been proven with a lot of kind of like the top performers out there that they would do positive affirmations. I've had a couple of guests on to talk about positive affirmations, so it definitely, definitely works. If mm-hmm. someone was a little bit hesitant or a little bit reluctant to to that way of thinking, it, what would your encouraging encouragement be to that person? Obviously, you can't ram it down their throat. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, usually, what I find people find the hurdle is that they don't want to write it out. So if you don't want to write it down, just say it to yourself in your head. You know, sometimes it can be very, very tough for people to put it down on paper. I don't know why, because 
but I've been there, you know, and it's, it's tough to get it down on paper, I think, because it kind of makes it real for people. So even just, you'll say it in your head, you know, like, like I go back to basics. I got out of bed this morning. Be happy for that. You know, I'm grateful that I got out of bed this morning. I'm grateful that I managed to have a shower. You know, you kind of, you have to give yourself a pat on the back for the small things sometimes because they can be really big things to you. Yeah, I think I think a lot a lot of people think when they start to journal, they're afraid of what's going to come out of their head onto a page. They're like yeah. they're very afraid to be with their head, with their thoughts, because they just don't know. They don't want to open the can of worms. They don't know if it's gonna if it's gonna if it's gonna stop opening up. If you know what I mean. And I know when I first started doing it, probably three and a half years ago at this stage i was i was very i was very very reluctant but i was also at rock bottom so yeah. i was like i have to try something and i i i but the, the like like yourself or i don't know but i was put on medication first so yeah. with my mental health issues i was put on medication first and i mine was situational uh depression so something had happened to me to cause it but mm. I think obviously there is there's those people who have the chemical imbalance those people should technically be put onto it but not I think doctors GPs people are too quick to reach for medication rather than actually trying to solve the problem deep down and if anyone's trying to read a book on that I would 100% recommend Lost Connections by Johan Harry it is an incredible book and he's gone through it himself so he's not just being from a kind of psychologist psychological point of view but it's it's one of those things i think do you think the stigma is lifting up i do yeah slowly but surely like it's we're kind of getting there um you know like i do see it a lot more now because i think it's probably because it's who i surround myself with but i see it a lot more now even in my own friends um they're a bit more open to talking about how they're feeling uh which I wouldn't have gotten a few years ago, you know? And uh, I think that you're seeing it a lot more on like Facebook and Instagram and Twitter and stuff like that. Like people are saying, you know, talk to, talk to your friends, talk to, and there's like, what there's like mental health awareness weeks and stuff like that now. Like um, I saw, I saw a good a surge in it now over the lockdown. Like a lot of people were doing charity runs for Pieta House and like, walking for Pieta House and I don't know cutting their hair off and all this kind of stuff so yeah <laughs> thanks thanks Bev <laughs> I, I won I won lockdown I was way ahead of the curve yeah. <laughs> you shaved your head before it was cool <laughs> exactly yeah now it's just too mainstream so I, I may grow up back uh, I doubt it um, in relation to your own journey at the minute we are on a little bit of a diet break. Um, yeah. And it's one of those things when people hear diet break, they're like, shit, what am I going to do? I'm going to have to eat more food and I'm going to put on weight. And I'm going to let you talk about like the whole, how did you overcome that side of things from coming from the dieting history that you had previously? And how are you feeling now mentally, physically, training wise out of it? Like, to be honest with you, when you mentioned it to me, I was like, yeah, that's a great idea. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, 
have a terrible time here. Like, I honestly, I was like, this is it now. I'm going to absolutely banjax all the work that I've put in. But you can't, you can't undo that kind of work in two weeks. Like, I wouldn't have to be eating an immense amount for that to happen. So I just kind of have to say that to myself. You know, like, I, my stomach isn't... Uh, hasn't suddenly gone huge and I'm able to fit everything in. So I'm like, I'm eating as much as I usually would. And then like, you know, in the evenings or something like that now, I'm like, maybe grab a Magnum or something because I can. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, you always could. Yeah. <laughs> so like, it was, it was tough at first, but you know, it's really, really helped me. Um, like my energy levels are up now. I feel a lot better going in like even just to train in the evenings like by the time I get home from work usually I'm dead and I can't do anything I'd like go and get coffee and then I just sit around for the rest of the evening and I found coming back from work now I still have energy so I don't mind sitting down in college work and I feel okay enough to go out for a run and to go outside and lift some weights for a while and you know like you can't like you've come I've come from this background of dieting for so long and you know this mentality of you can never eat what you want again because you'll get fat and it's a weird one to get over but it has benefited me so much now that I'm actually thankful that I that I I said yeah when you when you pitched it to me there before like I'm glad that I was like, yeah, you know what? Actually, I could do with a little bit of a break, and it's really, really helped me. And I even the mental health side of things, it has helped because it's not that I would worry about my food, but I don't know. I just feel like that my my head needed it, or like I can't really explain it. You know that way. Like I just feel like I'm not worried now, and I can kind of just get on with things I have no idea how to explain it um, I I think just to make sure guys I was not starving Bev Bev was on a decent amount of calories just to make sure Bev was on a decent amount of calories uh, each day and I felt that towards with what was going on and with kind of like stress from work and uh, anxiousness and all that kind of stuff was kind of creeping in. I felt there was a bit of fatigue settling in mentally more than anything. And I wanted to just kind of pitch it to Bev. And there's a couple of the girls that I'm working with at the minute who have increased their calories. Like you've only increased your calories by what, two or 300? Like yeah. it's, not, it's not much. No. Um, so it was literally just to kind of give them more of a mental break more than anything. And I... It is a massive, massive mindset shift for a lot of people. How do you, on like at the beginning, how did you talk yourself around it? Like, was there? Because I know the first thing you said to us, "Oh fuck!" But what? How did you talk yourself out of that? To be honest, like you know, I just have to say to myself, "What kind of a person do you think you are that you're gonna undo all of this work in two weeks?" You know, like where do you think your stomach has gone to that you're going to be able to fit so much food in and all that and I'm also not a sweet tooth person so I wouldn't really eat a whole load of a whole load of stuff anyway you know that would be that detrimental to my to my physical size you know and uh, I just had to say to myself you need this you need this you need the break and 
you'll thank yourself for it and you know what if you put on a pound or two you'll lose the pound or two just like you have been and how much are you down in total Bev since you started your full journey since I started my full journey um so what I started off as 95 kilos and I'm just under 82 now so what's that 14 13 13 14 kilos 13 14 kilos which in old money is about a little bit over nearly two and a half stone yeah um which which is incredible but i think what for me looking at you as bevan as a person rather than bevan as a client is the happiness for the girl that rang me well i think it was before christmas to the girl that is sitting in front of me now on Zoom is is de- very, very different in a amazing way. You seem to have the happiness back in your eyes. Yeah. You seem to be in a very, very good headspace mentally, physically. Work seems to be going well because you weren't happy with work when we were talking. And relationships, everything seems to be going really, really well. And I can only commend you. And as you've said earlier, pat on the back was the term that you use. I think you, I think you, need to give yourself a pat on the back in relation to what you've achieved. And I'm excited to see where we can go because you've bought you bought new equipment on Dundee. Or you got loads of dumbbells and stuff like that. So uh, I'm excited to get that program over to you and draw that up for you and see how we can progress uh, whenever whenever we start to kind of get back into that kind of routine if you had one piece of advice for someone that was coming from the the fad diets the i'm slimmer world all that kind of stuff what would be your one piece of advice to that person to get yourself away from it i'd say chat to a pt you know you don't need to sign up for one but even just to chat to them and kind of see where you can start off because I think that's the issue that I had was that I didn't even know which foot to put it in front of the other so like you know if you're up in a gym or even reach out to someone like yourself or another PT and just say where do I begin I think that's probably the one bit of advice that I give someone because if you don't know where to start you most likely won't yeah I think uh, I know myself I've had coaches as well like I I understand the basics of fitness. I understand the basics of nutrition. I hope anyway, but it's it it holds you accountable. But also, if you manage to find the right coach or PT, it's so much easier. And I'm not and I'm not I'm not tooting my own horn here. This is not what the whole point. Of this is this is Bev's episode. But what I am saying, it's like there's a lot of PTs out there that are very very good at the jobs. There are a lot of PTs that are very, very shit at their jobs. Oh, yeah. So I'm like, thank God she said yeah. Um, Yeah. But it's a a challenge to find the right person for yourself in relation for a coach. What would be your advice for anyone that is looking to what to to look for, if you know what I mean? What to look for in a decent PT? Yeah, yeah. Um, geez. I'd probably say somebody that's on the same page as you 
you know like if i i wouldn't be able to work with somebody that is all into the physique and lose all the weight and look amazing and slap on the fake tan and uh show your arse off to everyone you know but like i i am i'm real like an average joe kind of person you know like i believe in the simple things and the mindset things and that's why i you know came to you and that worked for me but i know a few people that would want to be doing the physique thing and you know maybe they need to go and speak to the big meathead pt up in the gym who's like you know gigantic muscles and all about the physique because maybe that works for them you know you just need to you need to find someone that works for you and like if you're up in the gym or you're doing a shop around like look on people's instagrams look on their websites um i'd say they probably like a lot of people have kind of what they're about and what they could do for you most people have them on their instagrams or their websites or anything like that so just kind of have a shop around like you know it's you can window shop for a pt you don't necessarily have to work for them with them so uh you know just kind of just find somebody that works for you and somebody that has the same is on the same page as you and if someone was looking for so i know you in particular you ask where to get kind of information regarding nutrition or training like you're always people are always asking you questions about kind of like macros and all this kind of stuff and then i get a question from you like two seconds later shane what's this (laughs) (laughs) to fit in it's kind of like shane feed me my water cooler talk uh so where have you where have you gone for your information are there any accounts are there any books or any podcasts that you would recommend for someone who is starting off their journey in that would kind of potentially give them a little bit more information um yeah to be honest like i only i only just put the book down there a couple of weeks ago but i just read not a diet book by james smith and i think that is a fantastic starting point for people because he just kind of he goes into saying about you know like he'll give you the easy science of nutrition and the easy ways to start off and i think that it's kind of like a good it's good base before you kind of get into more like if you want to get more into the nutrition thing obviously there's loads of books out there and like information and courses and stuff you can get into but i think that i would say yeah not a diet book by james smith is a good starting point and And his podcast as well actually the new one as well which is very very good yeah um yeah i would i would second the the book the, the the james smith book i would also probably if you're starting out on your own journey like nutritionists like martin mcdonald who's mnu who's the guy that taught me is incredible uh if you want kind of like if you're coming from a kind of if you're looking for a mindset person to kind of thought provoke you and kind of challenge thoughts and stuff like that Paul Dermody who's been on the podcast he's extremely extremely good on that mm. side of things I come out of um, talking to Paul and my head's fried I'm like what has just happened I'm going to make you think about something that is I, I don't know how he does it but he has a way with words he's definitely definitely worth uh, a shout and I think mm. for someone who has gone through their own journey the likes of Steve's weight loss who has been on the podcast he's yeah. he's incredible He has an incredible story like yourself and both of you guys have a way of talking to people rather than talking at people 
Mm. Um, uh, so, Bev, I cannot thank you enough for coming on and for being so blatantly honest, as always, regarding your your journey, where you've come from, the kind of the mental health side of things. The, like the biggest lesson I've taken out of this from talking to you today is starting small and yeah. the days that you don't want to do anything just put two put one foot in front of the other and the rest will will fall into place uh, is there anything you want to kind of say towards the end Bev because I know the mental health thing is a big massive thing that you want to talk about um, yeah you know like not to toot my own horn here but like if you ever need some advice or anything like that you know just either come and talk to me or reach out to a friend you know it's it can speak volumes when you just open your mouth and just say that I'm not feeling okay so to anybody that feels like they can't do that just just do it you know like you you're gonna get support because if you have good friends around you like or you have decent family members and stuff like that everybody is willing to support you so don't be afraid to say that you're not okay I think that's a, an amazing note to finish up on I can't thank Bev enough for, for coming on guys if you've enjoyed the episode at all I'm going to put Bev's information into the write up so you can pop her a few messages if you've enjoyed it ask her as many questions she loves to talk so um, it's been an absolute pleasure Bev if you've enjoyed the episode guys tag the two of us in your story um, and hopefully you found some part of it useful I've definitely learned something from a mental health client perspective as well and Bev I cannot thank you enough for, for doing that so thank you so much for coming on yeah, thanks for having me I appreciate it